go where it's saturated and look at what's out there and then find out what's missing. I just did some market research and I went to a lot of people that I know that went to my competitors before I was ever around. They didn't know me. And I said, what did you love about them? And why didn't you stay with them? Because a lot of people go and then they don't stay. I start writing down all the things my competitors are missing versus all the things they have. Because a lot of us look at our competitors and go, oh, they have this. I'm going to have that. It's like, but that's not helping. So you want to have what they have, but you want to go above and beyond and different angles. Come on this journey with me. Each week when you join me, we are going to chase down our goals, overcome adversity, and set you up for a better tomorrow. Fasten your I'm ready for my close-up. Hi, and welcome back. I'm so excited for you to meet Stacy Tushel. She's made a name for herself as an expert in growing small businesses. Let's put it this way. She started her own business at the age of 18 in her parents' backyard, turned that company into a multi-million dollar business. She still runs it today. In addition to being a small business growth coach, Stacy is a best-selling author, founder of the Foot Traffic Formula, helping small businesses around the world get more customers in the door, more profit in their pocket, and more happiness in their homes. I mean, she's the 2019 Wisconsin Small Business Person of the Year. This woman is on fire. She's featured in Inc. Magazine as one of the top 10 podcasts for moms looking to grow a thriving business. She's been featured in Forbes, Fox, Huffington Post. The list goes on and on. Stacey, thanks so much for being here today. Hi, Heather. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh. All right. So let's get to it. It's interesting. As you know, my background's in corporate America and running large companies. Now I run my own small. And here's what's funny or what I, a question to you, I guess there's so much that I take from corporate America and I it's business acumen, right. And I apply it to my business life every day. However, some of the challenges for those of us that are solo entrepreneurs is this idea of trial and error and not having the ability to forecast out like we used to in a business built out that we had 20 years in and I knew the cadence and I knew the pipelines, right? So when I talk about conversions now and sales funnels, this stuff is like live and die type conversation versus, you know, when it was so predictable before, throw in a global pandemic to completely upset business deal flow. And here I am not only having you on because I want everyone here who's listening to gain value, but I need your help. I need to find ways, Stacey, how can I improve my sales funnel? How can I improve my conversion rates? Yeah. Oh, so good. And just so you know, my opposite background is zero corporate, like started a business right out of high school. So I love when I talk to corporate people because there's things, you know, that I'm like, teach me, teach me everything. Like I'm just winging stuff over here and you really have to get good at using your past data, but you've got to use the most recent history. When you have corporate, you can go back however many years and go forward and, and it's just like, plug it in. Oh, here's what's going to happen. Not here. And when people are talking, about funnels from a year ago or launches from a year ago, I immediately say to my clients, I don't care about any of that stuff. Because if you haven't launched something in six months or you have just started running Facebook ads now, it is a whole different ballgame. So I think you have to really ask yourself, like, I think there's a couple of things, but you've got to get really good at finding like, what is that new wave? And not just riding one wave at a time, because anything, like you said, can all of a sudden stop. If you're relying on Facebook ads or you're relying on one funnel or one product, and all of a sudden something shifts, your business is just gone overnight and you're trying to figure out what to do next. So I think the biggest thing is when I teach people how to work their sales funnel, how to track all of that, it really is just as simple as you're not really predicting as much as you're seeing what happens. And then you're using that data to start to predict 
and scale and grow. Does that make sense? It seems more like you're living in that moment and allowing yes. that moment to help project that. Yeah. Future. I mean, I'm setting goals of what I want to happen and what I want to see, but I'm kind of just guessing. Like people will say, well, what number should I put that out there? I'm like, honestly, you throw whatever number you want out there, but you better start to take the actions that you think you're going to be able to do to create that success. And once you actually get the real data, the conversion rates, the open rates, the click-through rates. Now we've got something to say, okay, well, I want that better. If I want more results, what does my pipeline look like? And where is the problem, right? I had somebody, a client was working with, and she had this whole funnel set up and she was like fixing email number seven. I'm like, listen, (laughs) they're not even getting to email number seven, right? We've got to start at the beginning, go in order, fix like the first thing they see. And that's probably what we call like driving traffic getting that visibility. Is your visibility converting into leads? Are your leads actually can like, are they, are they becoming consults? Are they becoming that next person to raise their hand? And from there, are they converting into sales? Look at what's happening and figure out where your funnel is broken, right? And even if you've got a great converting funnel, there's still places that could be massively improved and we've got to get good at refining. But if you're anything like me, We don't want to be doing the boring refining stuff. We're like, create this new and new product over here, a new platform and new, new, new. And you've got to get good at the boring stuff of just the little tweak here and the little tweak there. And how do we get them to open more and click more and all of the things. So when you're working with these companies, you know, no matter what size they are, what are some of the biggest challenges people have that you have a a pretty straightforward fix for? Yeah. So for me in my foot traffic formula, it's driving traffic, getting that touch point, which are leads in a transaction, but the secret sauce is tracking. So you really have to track your traffic. You have to track your touch points, track your transactions, right? So the data determines what you do next. You've got to get the drama out of it. A lot of people, we've got big goals, We think this thing's going to blow us up and then it doesn't, right? Or at least not right away. And we're like, well, only two people bought. But when I look at the data and I look at, well, what is the percentage? What is the conversion rate, right? And I try to give people benchmarks, not to say, try to hit it, but just to say you're in the pretty normal range, right? So when you're not happy, like people will say to me, it's not working. I'm like, well, give me numbers. Like, give me, don't tell me it's not working. Tell me what the conversions are, right? So we start to see, well, this was their opt-in rate. And it was 32%, which is not bad for an, a free opt-in, let's say. And then the next page had something for sale and they converted at 2.5%. Like, well, the standard is two to 5%. And if you converted at 2.5, you're in there. So it's not that you have a broken funnel. It's just, you want more, which means we've got to fill the top of the funnel, right? And sometimes people just don't have the traffic to even see, do you have enough data to decide if this is good or not, right? If if you started running ads yesterday and you're not happy with what the funnel's doing, we don't even have enough information, most likely to see if, if enough people even saw it to get us the conversion rate we're looking for. So in the day and age we're living in, what are you seeing as some of the best ways to drive that top of funnel? So I think back when, you know, like even a year ago, it was all about the freebie. And then it was all about the low ticket offer, right? I honestly think both still work, but it has to be valuable and it has to really stand out. So I'm friends with a lot of people in the online space and I know who's doing well and who's not doing well. (laughs) And I will tell you the people that are giving something tangible, 
right? They are walking away with something versus like just pitching digital and online courses and all the things, right? It's like, how can you give a system or a template or something they're actually going to want? So one of the big things that I do, and if you go stalk my Instagram, you'll see this, but I do reels. And in my reels, I'm just talking. I'm not dancing or doing anything crazy. I just talk. I give an objection or I give something that I hook them with something, right? Um, and it could be something silly. I'm just going to make this up. But it could be something silly about like, you're losing money if you don't have an EA. Like it's, it's like attention CEO, you're losing money if you don't have an EA. So I've hooked you into being like, wait, I don't have an EA. I want to listen to this, right? So now you start listening. And I'm like, listen, every CEO needs an EA. Here is why. And I give you value where you are thinking, okay, I'm, I need to hire an EA. And then maybe at the end of it, I say, and if you want my EA job description, completely free, just comment below the word EA and I'll send it to you. This is blowing up my business because here's the deal. It's not some stupid freebie that you're never going to do anything with. You're actually thinking, she just convinced me I need an EA. And now she's going to give me her job description for free. So what do you do? You come an EA. And like, we just did one of these posts on Monday. And today's Tuesday as we're recording this. And we had a hundred posts like that morning, hundred comments from that one post. It wasn't the EA one, but something else. And we have all these people literally raising their hand of like, I want that thing. But we only talk about the things that we can go even deeper with and help you on, right? So now you've raised your hand. I'm passing you over the, the template you asked for, right? And now I can go like, so do you have any? Are you trying to make it better? Are you trying to hire somebody new? Like fill me in. And I can now start conversations and DMs. So how do you serve where people actually want it? Like nobody wants a boring freebie that is not helpful, but what they do want is something that's going to get them results get them fast-tracked, right? And I think that's how you can create a better experience, at least in today's market. Well, for those of you who don't know what an EA is, and it's an executive assistant. (laughs) So just in case anybody didn't know what that was. When I started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from my mind. Now I'm selling my group coaching on the regular, and it is just so easy, all because I use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling. Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort, thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. I didn't know what I was going to do when I got fired. Launching my own business seemed so intimidating. I didn't know how to set up a website, and I really didn't need to. Shopify does it all for you, and they make it so easy. It was that breakthrough moment for me that I realized, I can do this. I can go to work for myself, thanks to Shopify What I love about Shopify is you don't need to have all this technology information ready to, you don't need to know how to plan and run things. You just need to go to the platform, turn it on and know what you're selling. And Shopify is going to help you figure out 
the rest. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries, including your girl right here. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash monahan all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Monahan now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Monahan. No matter what stage you're at, they're going to make it easy. When starting out a new business, it's a complete pain to get through the LLC part. Taylor Brands makes it 90% easier. It's easy and affordable to get your LLC with Taylor Brands. Taylor Brands offers all the legal requirements for LLCs, such as registered agent, annual compliance, EIN, operating agreement, business license and permits, and much more. Taylor Brands walks you through each step of building a successful business and has everything you need all in one place. Bookkeeping, invoicing, business licenses and permits, business documents, bank accounts, and so much more. And our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using this link, taylorbrands.com slash confidence. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash confidence. So get started today with Taylor Brands. CBDistillery.com is giving you an exclusive offer and it's huge right now. You can get up to 30% off everything. If you've struggled with sleep, stress, or pain after physical activity, cbdistillery.com has a targeted plant-powered solution just for you. I love hearing how many of you have seen improvement in your daily life, thanks to CBD. So if better sleep, more calm, and relief from discomfort after physical activity sounds good to you, you should explore CBD. Don't miss this massive sale and get up to 30% off your order. Visit cbdistillery.com and enter VIP. That's cbdistillery.com and enter VIP at cbdistillery.com. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. When I'm hearing you describe that, it's reminding me of a strategy that I have been developing over the last year to drive downloads for my podcast. And so we've done a ton of different things on LinkedIn where I have the largest, most engaged following. And so we did this DM strategy where my team was, you know, in the background testing and trying different copy that they would reach out around some around, oh, we saw that you like Heather's posts. If you want to hear her talk about this topic, click on the link and, you know, she'll speak to you about it. And it's a podcast, right? That one didn't do that well. Then we tried, oh, saw that you like Sarah Blakely's post because, you know, they commented on it or whatever and thought you might want to see this amazing interview she did with Heather Monaghan. There's some great takeaways. That one is the highest convert. It's insane, Stacey. Why did that work versus all these other ones? I have no idea. But the only thing I do know for sure is that you have to constantly be testing and trying, even if it sounds like it's a crazy idea. I don't know. I just have to test and try. And like you said, look back at that data to steer us to make better decisions. And what's really weird is we're testing these and then we're picking our winners and we're running them as a Facebook ad, like a real ad, right? And the ones that are winning organically are not winning on Facebook. So we'll have different winners organically 
than we do with paid traffic. So you've just got, you cannot just assume, oh, like, oh, we should run that as an ad with Sarah Blakely. You you can try and then you have to test it and see if it actually does well. Because just because you split test it over here on one platform does not mean that's the thing that's going to work on the other platform or in paid versus organic. So that's why I say like tracking is the secret sauce. It is everything you need to be doing on a daily basis. And so what are your thoughts on paid versus organic growth for anyone in business? Yeah. So right now, really, I mean, we are spending... 80% of, us, of our time organically. And when we're doing it organically, we are then looking at what are the winners coming from our organic traffic. We then go to Facebook and Instagram, and we are having a very, very small budget because we're doing mostly video views and getting people warmed up to us. So I'm, I'm not spending, I mean, I used to spend tens of thousands of dollars a month on Facebook ads. We do not do that anymore. It is just a different ballgame, which is great because our expenses dropped drastically, right? So we're really just warming them up, getting people to watch our videos. And then from there, we can do that same, you know, executive assistant posting. And if people comment, all of a sudden now we're driving paid traffic to that post and can do the same thing with DMs. Mm, that's so interesting. Tell me about automation and what your thoughts are on that. Because I have gotten some terrible feedback from some okay. of my automation strategies I've implemented. And then I have some that are working okay. I am a big believer in automate anything you can, but when it comes to clients and potential clients, right? Sometimes it's just not as effective, right? You have to really weigh the pros and cons and you also have to test. So do something manual, see what your results are, and then do it automated. Maybe it doesn't convert as well, but the volume is there that the outcome that you're looking for is higher than your manual, right? Are some people going to hate that it's automated? Yes, but what you're looking for is that end result. Where were you able to serve at your highest level? So I love automations. I'm all in. Somebody had said, why aren't you using, I mean, I'm using myself and real people in my DMs. And people are like, well, just use many chatter, just use automations. It's like, well, then it's not custom. And we have custom conversations in our DMs, right? We're really helping people and coaching them. And you can only do so much with like many chat and places like that, right? So because I'm a big tracker and I can see my results, I don't try to fix something that's not broken, right? I am leaning in to what is working for me at this moment. And to me, it's that, that manual strategy. Will at some point it become a lot less effective? I'm sure. Because as you know, in this online world, you've got to ride waves as they're happening. And then once everybody starts ruining the wave, right, you've got to fix something and, and go someplace else. So we're just really trying to diversify and be smart about it. Like when you say you love LinkedIn, I'm like, okay, I should be on LinkedIn more. <laughs> like, why am I not doing that? Right. And I just know that little by little, we've got to keep adding on. So we're not just one platform with one product, with one strategy, because we just don't want to be that fragile. Guys, for anyone listening right now, if you are not on LinkedIn, five years ago is the right time to get on. Today is the only time. Get on there today, Stacey. This includes you. It is the We're only on it. algorithm. We're just not like... But show up every day. It's okay. the only algorithm that you can grow organically so fast. I coached this okay. woman last year and she had no presence on LinkedIn at all. She now has as engaged following as I do, I think she has maybe 80,000 followers. And I mean, her okay. engagement is off the charts and she does it all herself. So it really okay. does not take a lot of time. If you want to grow quickly in a community where business is getting done and people are talking about business, get on LinkedIn now. And LinkedIn also has a great feature. If you're saying, oh, I don't want to go pay to you know, use automation to test it, 
one of the ways that you can do it for free on LinkedIn is, and, and I've done this before, if I change my title, right? I do this strategically. Whenever I have a new product launch or something, I change from author to, you know, whatever I, I launched a candle line. So then I put, you know, oh, co-creator of blah, blah, blah. Immediately a notice goes out to your entire community saying, Hey, oh, wow. Heather just changed her job. Do you want to say congrats to Heather? And so what happens is a large percentage of people will go to your DMs to find out like, Oh, what's this all about Heather? Or like, I want to have a conversation or I want to buy or whatever. You can set up, there's a, a feature in LinkedIn that says set away message. And so mm -hmm. you can go in there and set, you know, for the next seven days, I want to put this notice out. Hey, I'm swamped right now with the new candle business. If you'd like to order your own custom candle, here's an opportunity for you to do that with a 20% off coupon. No, this isn't me. This is automation because I am producing candles for you. I'll get back to you soon. And now here you, you know, presented an opportunity for a conversion without 100 cost to you. Okay. I'm obsessed. I love it. I will go stalk your LinkedIn when we're done. <laughs> okay. But all right. So to that point, and with social media, it doesn't have to just be LinkedIn. One of the yeah. things that I noticed in my business, the majority of my leads come from social media, which then my goal is to try to convert them into my email list so that I can mm -hmm. have some level of ownership, right? Is that the yep. correct process, Stacey? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's what, not that there's not more than one right way to do it, but that is what we are doing as well. Okay. So that's my goal. Well, I started looking at, oh yeah, my numbers are growing and I get more shares and likes and followers than anyone. Yay. Okay. But what does that mean to my bottom line? So I had to sit down with my social media team and, you know, every month they're cheering, oh, we're growing, we're growing. Great. But here's what is important to me. I need to drive more revenue. I need yeah. better prospects, better leads. I don't just want anybody anymore. I'd rather get less likes, less followers and get the right yeah. ones that might convert. So we started to your point massive tracking on everything. And for anyone who's ever had a post go viral, one of our new strategies we implemented is on every viral post, once it hits a couple hundred thousand likes, we go in and alter the post because it's already being picked up on, on the algorithm. Yeah. And we include a conversion link right in uh, front of everybody's eyes. Okay. I love that so much. And when you bring up about the social media, it's not about likes and followers. One time we had like a record week and our Instagram following went down and I had to show the team do you see that growing Instagram does not mean growing our bank account? In fact, we shrunk for some reason last week, but we made more money than we've ever made in a week, right? So we have KPIs, key performance indicators for every role. And social media, a lot of times people will have Instagram following, like the growth, right? The likes, the comments. For us, what we're looking at is first engagement right? I'm not looking at likes and followers, but I'm looking at engagement because you do want people to engage with your content. I'm looking for number of comments under what we call our CTA posts. So when I do those reels and I say, comment the word this, those are leads, potential leads. So to me, I do count comments when they're literally raising their hand to say, I want your thing. And then from there, I look at how many of those people that raise their hand booked a consult because once they book a consult, it's out of social media's hands. Like they have done everything they could to get, to draw you, draw you in and get you on your way to booking a consult. But once they pass you off to other parts of our team for sales, like that's where their KPIs stop. So now that they're focused on how do I get people on a call with one of our specialists? How do I, now it's like, they're thinking a whole new way of posting, engaging their calls to actions, all of it, because that's what they're getting measured on. So your process looks like creating content to build some expertise, some credibility yep. in a relationship, 
call to action to find out who's interested and could be a potential lead and then converting that potential lead into a customer discovery call. Yeah. So we're qualifying them in the DMs. Not everybody gets offered a call because if they're just not the right fit, like sometimes people raise their hand for the executive assistant and they're an executive assistant. <laughs> like they just wanted to see it. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, do not let these people jump on it. Cause we're giving coaching and strategy and like, no, 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 this is not a good fit. So then we, they qualify them in the DMs to then decide who gets to jump on a call with one of our team. And then from there, our team over delivers, gives value and people will not naturally say, so like, what does it look like to work with you or, or tell me more, right? And now all of a sudden we're converting from what started as just like a simple post about grab this if you want it. Okay. That was a great piece that I missed. Qualify that prospect before you waste yeah. your time getting on that call. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com tech. Can you share one strategy to help increase existing client retention? Existing client retention. Ooh, I love client retention. Okay. So first, stop thinking of just like new people, more people, right? Think about who you already are serving and what does that look like? I think it's all about people not wanting to get more of the same thing. People want new stuff. Let's say somebody has a three-month program and you're like, buy it for three more months. They're thinking, I already have it. It wasn't working, but let's be real. They didn't work it and then it didn't work. So that's what they're saying, right? What you want to share with them is what is coming on the other side. Like people feel FOMO. So you want them to understand what they're going to unlock by retaining with you, by staying with you. If all you're doing is letting them keep the same thing they already have, people at some point are like, no, thank you, right? Unless they happen to be your rockstar clients already getting results, right? So what can you do to let them know when you do this, you'll get this, right? So I like to even say phase one, phase two, next level, right? Because when you hear phase one, you don't think, oh, I have everything. You think I'm only in phase one. Like, I, don't, I wonder what's in phase two, right? So we even will sometimes unlock alumni Facebook groups where you don't even get into the Facebook group with certain players in our, in our community, right? Until you've been in our programs for a certain amount of time. So now you're in advanced level conversations. You're not with the newbies that joined yesterday, right? So any language around next level, next phase, uh, that's going to be really helpful for them to see how they can ascend versus just stay with you. Oh, I love the phase one. I have not used that, but I definitely am going to use that now for sure. Markets can be saturated. Can you share with us a way to create or position ourselves as a bestseller to stand out yeah. in a crowd that's busy? I actually heard Steve Larson say this, and I loved how he said it because people always say like, find a blue ocean. And he's like, no, I actually go to red oceans, but I become the blue ocean opportunity in the red ocean. I'm like, 
Ah, game changer, right? So he's saying, go where it's saturated and look at what's out there and then find out what's missing. I just did some market research and I went to a lot of people that I know that went to my competitors before I was ever around. They didn't know me. And I said, what did you love about them? And why didn't you stay with them? Because a lot of people go and then they don't stay. And I started to hear, well, I really wish they had this. Or if they would have had that, I probably would still be using it. I start writing down all the things my competitors are missing versus all the things they have. Because a lot of us look at our competitors and go, oh, they have this, I'm going to have that. It's like, but that's not helping somebody who's maybe comparing you, right? So you want to have what they have, but you want to go above and beyond and different angles. So I think that's probably the biggest thing is what is out there. We do SWOT analysis on our competitors all the time. We're doing a team retreat next week. And one of the activities is everybody's bringing their computer and they need to go find our competitors, find a new competitor we've never heard about. Because trust me, there's a million out there, right? So start Googling certain phrases and then tell us, what did you Google that popped him up? Or how did you find this person? And then go find reviews on them and find their Facebook group. And what are people saying? And go see their testimonials. Like we need to use that information to see who are we up against and how do we become the blue ocean opportunity in this super saturated market? Will you break down for everyone listening what a SWOT analysis is? Yes. So it's strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And the way that you look at that is strengths and weaknesses are internal. It's about me or the company itself. Opportunities and threats are external. It's about what's around in the marketplace competing for their attention. So you literally look, you do one on yourself and then you find a competitor and you say, what what are their perceived strengths? What are their perceived weaknesses? And then again, you do it for them as well. Now we're guessing we do it for them, right? We can only use as much knowledge as we have, but for us, we can be super honest and share, well, we're really fragile in this situation, or we, we really don't have this set up right, or we're maxing out on our capacity and right. You can really get deep here and then figure out how to fix that. Oh my gosh. We can talk forever, but unfortunately you're the yeah. busiest woman in the entire <laughs> United States. And I know I need to let you go. So tell everybody, how do they find you? Where do they get the podcast? Yeah. How can they work with you? Okay. So the podcast is foot traffic. That's by far probably the best place to go. We're dropping three episodes a week right now. So it's loaded with content. And then Instagram is my personal favorite place, not LinkedIn yet, but Instagram. So if you go to at Stacey Tushel, you're going to find me there. If you want to experience all of this stuff, go find out our reels, go check them out and see how that works. And like what that process looks like. If you want to be nosy and see it is a game changer for us. I do have stuff on LinkedIn. I'm just not personally like there, but I'm doing LinkedIn lives and all of that. So I I do have content over there. If anybody is a huge LinkedIn fan listening to you. And if people want your business coaching, is that one-on-one coaching? Is that group coaching? And where do they find that information? Yeah. So um, you could go to welloiledoperations.com. So that's basically what our signature method is and how we get people to become a well-oiled machine. So welloiledoperations.com and all the details are there. Even if you go to Instagram, like we are very called to action heavy. So if you ever want to work with us, you're going to see it and find it and and be able to direct you to the right place as well. Oh, guys, start using call to actions and everything you're doing. This easy did not become successful by accident. This is definitely strategic. Congrats to you, Stacey. And thanks so much for being here. Thanks, Heather. So fun chatting. All right. Until next week, keep creating your confidence. Well, you could miss it. Come on this journey with me.
Hi, I'm here to tell you about a new podcast that I am so excited about, Negotiate Your Best Life, hosted by Rebecca Zung, a part of the Yap Media Network. As a globally renowned narcissist negotiation expert and an attorney recognized by U.S. News as a best lawyer in America, Rebecca shares her invaluable insights and strategies for navigating life's toughest negotiations. By drawing from her own experiences and the wisdom of her high-profile guests, such as Bob Proctor, Mark Victor Hansen, John Gordon, and Rebecca delivers empowering advice that will inspire you to reclaim control of your life. Negotiate Your Best Life is all about how to negotiate your way to greatness. She provides practical guidance on how to break free from toxic relationships, stand up against injustice, and transform chaos into freedom, possibility, and purpose. Many times, the first negotiation you do is with your own in the morning. In the morning is when you wake up, and that's when Negotiate Your Best Life is time for you. It's about to find your way to greatness, conquering obstacles, and creating the life you truly deserve. Get ready to slay thrive and unlock your full potential. Don't believe me? I'm going to go ahead and share some of the reviews that are out there so you can hear and you can believe too. You have helped me so much these last few weeks. I was with a narcissist for two years. She drove me to the point I wanted to take my own life. Listening to you has made a massive difference and now I know what I'm with. Thank you, Rebecca. Now the recovery. Thank you for gifting the knowledge to believe in myself again. You have unknowingly helped me legally represent myself through criminal, federal, and civil court proceedings with a narcissist. There would be so many people around the world that you're helping without even knowing like me. You saved my life. Emma, 35 years old, Australia. If you are ready to stand up against injustice and transform the chaos in your life into freedom, possibility, and purpose, then check out Negotiate Your Best Life now. Subscribe to Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zung on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform.